afternoon, this is Ketchell Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Well, now the story today is a local one, and it involves the Southern African Large Telescope, or SALT, up at Sutherland, which has been observing something quite unusual. And here to talk to us about it is Dr. Dave Buckley from the South African Astronomical Observatory. Good afternoon, David. Hi, hi, Ketchell. Um, now, tell us, this is, a, this is a binary system. This is two stars whizzing around each other at an astonishing 400 times per second. And the, the sort no, of... Not quite, Ketchell. Uh, the neutron star is spinning at 400 times a second. But the binary, the two stars going around each other, is a more sedate. It takes about two hours for them to orbit. Oh, well, thank you for that correction. But these are big objects out in space, and they're whizzing around each other every couple of hours, then every two hours. And, and the one is spinning at 400 times a second. No, one of them is a very little object. Uh, one of them is a neutron star, which is about the size of, uh, of Cape Town, you know, about 30 kilometers in diameter. This is actually an extremely small star, but, you know, with something like... Uh, several times the mass of the sun, so an incredibly dense object. So in mass it's very large, but in actual size yes. you, could, you could walk around it if you really wanted to. Well, you wouldn't be able to do that because the gravity would be so immense that it would crush you into the size of a pinhead in a matter of uh, milliseconds. It's, it's, it's just rough out there in space, David, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> So these two stars, they're, they're whizzing around each other. And what, what has been detected recently is something unusual. And the title of the article about this is talking about an accreting pulsar caught in the act of powering up. What on earth does that mean? Right, so these binary systems are so close together. As I said, they orbit around each other in, uh, in typically a couple of hours. Uh, the very compact object, in this case a neutron star, accretes material, gas, from its companion. And its companion star is more like a, a sedate, normal type of star, a little bit less massive and a bit um, uh, cooler than the sun. Uh, and so when you get accretion happening, when you get material moving from one star to another, it doesn't just simply plunge onto the other one. It actually forms a disk of material. Um, and so this accretion disk is a bit like water going down a plug hole. This gas is swirling around, spiraling around, but gradually moving in until eventually it falls onto the surface of the neutron star. And uh, when it does that, it releases a lot of uh, stored up gravitational potential energy in the form of X-rays. And so what we have seen in this particular object over a period of about 12 days we observed that it started to brighten in optical wavelengths and then about a week later begin to brighten in ultraviolet wavelengths, which are higher energy photons. And then finally, at the end of about 12 days, the X-rays suddenly turned on. So we were actually seeing, what we were seeing first was the brightening of the disk, which gave us the optical increase in luminosity, followed by the brightening of the inner part of the disk in the ultraviolet, and finally the X-rays when the material plunged onto the surface of the neutron star. 
So this was something that you observed with salt up in Sutherland, or at least part of it you observed with salt. And what's unusual about this, or, or how did you find this? What happened was, in fact, a colleague of mine, an Italian astronomer, alerted me to the fact that there had been a report on you know, one of the sort of main places that astronomers report interesting things happening is something called the Astronomer's Telegram on the internet. So she had spotted that uh, this object had started to brighten a little bit in the optical. Uh, and we were very fortunate to catch it uh, when it was still fairly faint and hardly detectable, even with the 10-meter salt telescope. But then by the third day, it had brightened considerably. And that was when uh, literally the day that the x-rays turned on. So we were just very fortunate that we got simultaneous x-ray and optical observations as soon as it had turned on in x-rays. Well, um, Dr. David Buckley, thank you very much for telling us about these extraordinary new findings. And, um, well, I hope you enjoy carrying on investigating these, uh, these extraordinary objects doing their thing up in space. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much, Ketchell. It's a pleasure talking to you. And for now, this is Ketchell Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FMR.